0: Life with Brent and Jeff.
1: Good evening. Welcome to the Altar Life. We're back. We're ready for some action. It's a new year and it's a new series. Tonight we're gonna begin a series on the Book of James in the New Testament. Brent is here. I am here. Hi. I heard an
0: overall sense of worryment. There's some technical difficulties on my part, but I'm doing all right. That's all right. Thanks We're, for <laughs> being here, everyone. And excited, Jeff, to start a new series. In probably one of my favorite is books of the Bible. Uh, one of the most um, simple to understand and practical books of the Bible. I think uh, the book of James, the brother of Jesus. So. I'm excited, Jeff, to just kick into this topic, and I'm excited about the music we got in store and just uh, for another fresh Altar Life show.
1: Yeah, I, this is a book that is very familiar to the Altar Life, and it's it's one that we always refer back to, so we decided, hey, why not just take this book as a series? There's so many good lessons that we've we've hit over the years, and you know, from every now and then we would kind of come and find something from the book of James, but we're going to go straight through it now. And it's going to be really cool to see it in context and all those things. Some of the things that we've already, you know, reviewed or gone over, it's been a long time, um, but it's going to be great to see it all in a row. Tonight we're going to be talking about passing the test from uh, James 1, which is, you know, a practical place to start, I think, is the first first chapter. chapter. (laughs) So if you have your Bibles, you can... Crack that thing up Open for some of you Blow the dust off Um, Hopefully that's not you Yeah hopefully it's not you You just point your finger At all the other people That do have to blow The dust off their (laughs) (laughs) Bible Judge them You judge them now (laughs) But um, might as well Just kick right off It says James A bondservant of God And of the Lord Jesus Christ To the twelve tribes Which are scattered abroad Greetings My brethren Count it all joy When you fall into Various trials Knowing that the testing where we get our title, of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And um, we're talking about passing the test tonight, when our faith gets tested by various circumstances, difficulties, what have you. Um, there's a there's a process involved. It's not just like God flicking us or you know throwing paper airplanes at us to mess with us. He has a plan and a purpose for those trials that we experience. And as long as we realize that, then we will get what get out of them what he intends for us to to see it or to receive.
0: It all starts with the first verse where James is a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to start as a bondservant before the Lord before your trials can become something that <laughs> continues to refine you as a servant of Christ. The Altar, altar Life. Music. Music true, Real. Period. period. We don't like storms. Storms are not comfortable or fun. That's Um, why
1: everybody moves to Florida or to like some nice location. They don't like facing bad weather.
0: Although Florida always has, you know, (laughs) lots of hurricanes. But, you know, um, storms are fun actually when you're inside and you know you're safe from them. But being out in the middle of the storm can be very scary and in the days of um jesus storms when you're out in a boat was equally scary because it's like okay yeah we fished and then here comes the the storm and that's scary because i'm not near land and it's scary enough to be out in the middle of water without with it being nice outside let alone having a storm we don't feel comfortable with those you know trials there's like words in this chap this verse here that i don't like trials storms um Patience. I'm not, I don't like that word. I'm not very patient. Um, work. Work. <laughs> Definitely. Lacking nothing. Um, there's just lots of words here we don't like, but, you know, God is so interested in our development. You know, he's interested in completing the work that he started in us. And um, he uses those trials and those storms in our life to continue that work and um, almost to uh, allow them to put us to the test, put our faith to the test. Um, and hopefully we can get through that with his help. You're listening to The Altar Life
1: with Brent and
0: Jeff. Brilliant!
1: In keeping with the whole idea of storms, and, and that's what we often equate our trials to, uh, you just continue on in, in chapter one, he says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. I just got totally bashed on that verse. <laughs> I was talking, griping and complaining before the show to Brent about my, my life. And uh, <laughs> man, that was just it. <laughs> that was exactly it. I had no idea. That's often how it so, is yeah. with these episodes. It's like I We plan them out. But we don't like apply them to our own perk. You know, we we separate it. We're, we compartmentalize, and then we're like, "Bam!" God just drops yeah. the bomb.
0: We go through the episode, and we're like, "That was for us."
1: Yeah, because and I think the Holy Spirit he, he does that on purpose. Yeah,
0: the Holy Spirit's involved. I mean, and He likes to make it real to us, but hopefully, He makes it real to everyone listening tonight. Um, but a lot of times, when we're in that storm and we're in that situation where we just don't know where the next move is, we don't know. Um, how we're ever going to get out of it? We feel overwhelmed. Like a storm is not something you can conjure up for yourself. Like you've never, tr- you've never made it rain. You've never made the, the storm clouds come. It it comes, and you're a part of that. Um, and that's kind of like the storm concept. And there's things that happen that you don't have any control over, and that have control over you in some regards because there are things that you're in the middle of, um, and a lot of times we we don't feel like we have anything, we can't get out of it, and there's nothing that we can do. We're helpless in those situations. And that verse is such an encouraging one because he says, if you lack wisdom, that ask God and he will give it to you. And it's not just he just gives you some wisdom. He gives to all liberally and without reproach. He gives you freely, you know, as much and more than what you've asked for. And Um, all that is part of this process of trusting the Lord and allowing our faith to be tried and refined in the fire and um, it's something that we wish we didn't have to do like personally we wish we could just like learn about it and like never go through it but God produces some great things through the storms
1: yeah I mean he says he produces the perfect work and patience and all those things and Um, there's other verses where it's almost like a chain of events. It says like it produces character and character produces hope and all this stuff. Um, it's an important thing to realize that this isn't, it's not without purpose. God has a purpose for everything. And when we go through it, he wants us to seek him. He doesn't want us to be like, what's going on? And God, if you can help me, you know, the, the, the the prayer of doubt, that's what he kind of rebukes there.
0: Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The altar life with Brent and Jeff. Some things just can't be explained. I mean, going back to verse 2, Jeff, my brothers. James just getting down with his audience saying, brethren, you're my brothers. We all go through this together. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. You know, be joyful about this. Don't be. Oh, I can't believe I'm in another trial. Because, and I guess the only way you can do that is if you really understood by faith what was going on. You know, if you really had a a very conscious reality of who was in charge. You know, who was the one that was directing your steps. Then you would be joyful about it because, hey, you know what? God has this thing. I'm going through this thing. I know that it doesn't feel comfortable, and that stinks but there's an element of joy that I know that God's going to accomplish something in this. There's always that hope. It's not like despair. It's, there's a hope mixed in there, even though it's not comfortable. Um, and then, you know, that hope brings joy because it's from the Lord alone and not from our circumstances.
1: And we're talking about uh, having patience and enduring through trials and, and how the testing of our faith, you know, we don't like taking tests some people could study and be geniuses and they're terrible test takers you know i i was a good that's, test taker. that's but me
0: i'm a genius but i uh, <laughs> have trouble taking I, like, I have trouble showing it to people how much of a genius i am
1: that's like when someone is like you know they take you know, in football and they, they're like oh their football iq is through the roof and but the combines they're great and then they get into the NFL and they're a bust. Total bust. It's like, like every first round doesn't draft. Doesn't matter. That
0: every Eagles first round draft. Yeah. It doesn't matter. People are like, I'm just a poor
1: test taker. I'm, you mean you're terrible at applying the knowledge that you've received. <laughs> really, basically. <laughs> no, that's mean. But um we are as Christians but, but, terrible. <laughs> but ba-
0: but back to me being a genius. Um no, I'm just kidding. I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Um we as Christians are terrible test takers. When God brings things into our life to test us, and it's not I think we get we get bogged down and like, "Well, God's mean. He's like picking on us or whatever." It has nothing to do with God's not testing us to see if we can handle it. it. Has nothing to do with that. He's testing us to see how we handle it.
0: Let's see what these guys are made
1: of. Yeah, it's not like see if these guys can put up with this a little you know turn up the heat a little bit it's not he knows what he got with us when he died on the cross for us like he's not surprised when we fail at all but what it is is that he's teaching us to be patient and to rely on him it's a it's a testing of our of ourselves really it has nothing to do with him proving himself to us or us having to prove it's basically us being taught how to handle these trials if we never go through them, how do we know how to handle them?
0: And um, it's like be still and know that I am God. Exactly. Yeah. Just don't freak out. I mean, don't run out the door with your hand, arms and you know arms flailing in the air. What am I going to do? Ah! <laughs> it's like just chill. Be still and know that I'm. Be patient. Be still and know that I am God. Yeah, and it's like
1: um, having fire drills. You you practice for the real when the real happens. That's what God does with us. Getting back to this whole idea of testing and trials. You know, like I had said, fire drills. You know, you practice. You're like, oh, this is stupid. Why am I going through this nonsensical fire drill? And then a real fire happens and everybody panics and runs around. with their head's cut off. (laughs) uh, And you're like, oh, that's why. You know, what's funny is that God will often... He'll give us like a precursor or like almost like a trial run. No pun intended. Of a trial. And uh, we fail miserably. I do. I'm like, what do you mean like... The thing that I wanted to do was canceled. Why is this trial happening? You know, like, I I blow things out of proportion. God's like, well, I can't give him a real trial because he would just, like, who knows what he would do. Like, I get so grumpy and, and stupid about little things. And I'm like, this is a trial from God. You know, it has nothing to do with... No, it's just I... I woke up late And I'm late for work That's not a trial <laughs> It's my irresponsibility Yeah <laughs> It's not my boss Like be coming down on me Because I'm a Christian Because of my beliefs No it's because I My belief in not, in Pushing the snooze button <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like A lot of times we What we do Is we blow Small little things Out of proportion And we flip out And then God's like Well okay I guess Patience isn't produced yet So I, I don't know and this person doesn't know how to handle the, the specific trial that they're in. And uh, getting back to the asking, how to ask God to handle the situation, he wants us to ask in faith, and that's what this next song's about. Where did this tasty lick come from? The Altar Life. With Brent and Jeff. Yeah, unbelievable. The Altar Life. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Time for our Unbelievable segment, and uh, we don't know what it's going to be.
0: No, we're tossing yeah. <laughs> around between uh, competitive or eating contests and uh, cooking shows. We couldn't decide which. Either way, food is involved and gluttony to some regard. Yeah. And um, Jeff was just confessing his love for certain uh, cooking shows on TV. And
1: yeah, I like the cooking shows that they don't make stuff that you wouldn't eat. You know, you watched it Brent was saying like, uh, you know, spinach. Well, pickled duck on a uh, better risotto. Yeah. <laughs> spinached veal (laughs) or like you're like what who eats this stuff I want like pulled pork and a Bernays sauce yeah hollandaise (laughs) Uh, I want like pulled pork with coleslaw and like sweet potato fries like I want I want to see the restaurants across the country that make food that you can't find anywhere else that's just like stick to your ribs hearty goodness that's why I like the show man vs food Um, it's just it's a sin to watch because it's all gluttony, but it's just awesome because you watch all this stuff, and I've really started to get into cooking and stuff, so I don't watch cooking shows. I just, like, get an idea, and then I figure it out myself.
0: Yeah. It's like cre- it's like an outlet for your creativity. Yeah.
1: And then I get to you get
0: consume to, it. Then you get to eat the fruit of your labor.
1: It's awesome. It's It's, awesome. it's, it's the American way. <laughs> I don't know. Something is the american way i mean, it's just the fact that we live in a country
0: way. where we can experiment and go to the grocery store and buy random ingredients and figure out what makes you know mix them all up and you know we don't have to like go to the woods and get mixed couple types of bark <laughs> for our lunch or something you
1: know my brother often makes fun of my uh, my culinary inclinations as a child i used to always i was always like this i would try new things and i would always add things and I did could never you, leave like, it alone. Did
0: you mix all, like, the, the soft drinks in one cup? and? I would, would do that, yeah. yeah.
1: I would take, like, canned ravioli, and I would add, like, oregano and grated parmesan to try to make it, like, legit ravioli. I would just do stuff like that. My brother always talks about... Instead of, instead of Chef Boyard, it's Jeff Boyard. Yeah, I used yeah. to make thin crust pizza, but it was matzah and, like... <laughs> spaghetti sauce on it and grated cheese and I would microwave it. And my brother calls it white trash pizza. <laughs> he still refers to it this day about how bad it would smell in the house when I would make white trash pizza. And uh, the fact, you threw
0: matzah in there. Yeah, it's because
1: it was like we had boxes of matzah like crazy for some reason one year and it was just like must have been 1999. I remember preparing trying to, for,
0: when I was a kid trying to make... Uh, French toast And I knew my my mom Always put like Vanilla extract But I couldn't find that So I went with The almond extract Instead <laughs> It was the most Disgusting French toast I've ever eaten Yeah It's a, a little bit Yeah little Oh this awesome. was recently this no, no 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 This is like Back when I was a kid You said your wife and I I'm sorry my sister Oh
1: <laughs> Completely different
0: he's, He tries to <laughs> For he, the record He does it under
1: different. the guise Of like oh, I was an innocent Little kid Getting into the kitchen You know Getting was, flour all Last week like, Yeah it was last week <laughs> Life with and that was Trials Turned to Gold by PFR. There's a verse in First Peter um, where he talks about trials, and he used the word fiery. And um, that last song is actually a Keith Green song that PFR did a cover of. And he says uh, in chapter 1, verse 6 of First Peter, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith... Being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. And it's just, you know, a perfect example is this next song by Shane and Shane. It's about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We had talked about them in uh, our Daniel series a while back. And um, what a, what an incredible trial they had. And it was for their belief in God where they were thrown into the fire. They were unwilling to To serve any other god, and they didn't know that they were going to be preserved. They had no idea how many of us are willing to go through a trial like that. It, you know, it's it's not a trial; it's like a death sentence, basically. Um, and their faith in that is just it's commendable, and that's an understatement.
0: Is this going back to the gold and the fire? <laughs> um, you know that that first Peter verse you read about the genuineness of your faith and. It's more precious than gold. You know, gold gets p- more pure as it gets h- hit heat by fire and all the, the impurities of the gold come out. And it's interesting, like, he compares that to our faith and how as as the fiery trials come and burn up, <laughs> it, it actually purifies our faith. It It's amazing when you go through a trial how your priorities change <laughs> and how all the things that really didn't matter as much kind of start looking ridiculous in the light of the situation, in light of the trial that you're in, and how what really matters is your faith and what you believe in Christ, you know. Um, When you're you're faced with that situation where, hey, you know what, I'm either going to break or I'm going to trust God in this, and we're going to continue on, it's amazing how our faith becomes, we're acutely aware of what, what kind of faith we have and how much faith we have and how much we believe in Him. And I think that's why James continues on and starts talking about prayer and starts talking about asking God for things and starts talking about not doubting because it's the faith that we have in God as we go to Him and we say, I believe in you, God. I believe in what you can do for, uh, for me. I know that you're still God, even though this trial seems a little bit overwhelming. The faith that we have in that situation um is what God loves to see. And I, I think as He continues to bless us in those situations, even when the waves are crashing, we're not we're not just like one of those people that are are, you know, to and fro, as it says, by the waves. We're actually grounded. And we're grounded in something that's pure and that's good and that's our faith in Jesus Christ. And um You know, it's the fire of those trials that allow us to see the extent at which we believe in him. And um continues to build that faith that we have in christ
1: yeah the little subtext or the header of my this section of scripture it says profiting from trials there's something to be gained out of these things and it's not like just grit your teeth and bear it it's it says something about our faith when we can look at this trying circumstance and say what 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 a value can i get out of this what is god trying to teach me that I'm missing or you know let me ask in faith no doubting at all that God and he says he'll give it to us liberally it's not like he's like no you need to find it on your own ha 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 and he's like hiding behind like all these like secret doors and like there's a maze that has dead ends and stuff like it's not God's not like hidden somewhere and you got to go find him he all you have to do is ask and he'll reveal Whatever it is we we ask, he'll reveal it to us because it's for our benefit. And I found the verse that I was trying to find, First Peter chapter four verse twelve. It says, "Beloved, don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you." I do that all the time. I'm like, what is this? How could this happen? No,
0: huh. Difficulty. That's weird. Yeah, I know.
1: Where are my cakes of raisins and my peachiness? Like. Where's the sunny sky? My leeks and onions and and garlic. uh, You know, we're like, wait, this is hard. How is this possible? You know, the the verse, he goes on to say, rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. When we go through these trials, we get to enjoy, (laughs) that's a funny word to throw around, but that's what they say, exactly what God went through for us. So to partake in that is it's, it's something to look forward to, actually, which is an odd thing.
0: I'm afraid
1: just too the altar life with Brent
0: and Jeff. In this time where the Christians were being persecuted for what they believed in, and running and hiding in <laughs> in rooms and f- fearing people coming in and and killing them and being persecuted for what they believed, then you know here's James talking to his brethren going, a bondservant of God, going, you know, my brothers count it joy when you fall in the various trials, you know, be happy, take some hope in the fact that these are things that are here, not only, not to harm you, um, but to refine you and, um, to produce a faith in you that's, that's perfect and complete. That's perfect, you know, it's complete, not lacking anything, it says, um, and you know tonight how many of us really want that kind of faith the faith that um, that we can say you know what my faith's not lacking in anything like I don't have any doubt in my mind who God is or what God can do for me and um, can you say that tonight can you say that God is the one in your life that you always know will be there and yeah we say that it's christianese but do you know that in your heart because you've experienced that kind of um, that kind of faith in those situations that you've been through those those storms and seeing god give you wisdom liberally and has seen god um you know be with you in the midst of the storm and the wind and the rain and i guess you know that's the challenge for us tonight you know are you in that trial tonight where you're just not sure what the next move is going to be and uh do you have that that peace and that confidence that god is there and are you experiencing joy you know it's like so weird to think about joy and storm at the same time but james says count it joy don't it's not joyful the situation is, but count it joy because of what's going on. Um, ascribe joy to this situation because of what's going on in, in your life at this moment. Yeah. I
1: just, how do you equate joy with tests and work and trials and all these things? And, you know, it's just something that I need to learn. It's something we all need to learn that these things are there for a reason. And, We need to ask God knowing that He has the answer, knowing without any doubting whatsoever. It says if you think that you're going to get something from God when you doubt, you're double minded and unstable in all your ways. That's why you're getting tossed around because you're unstable. There's no foundation there. There's no, you know, once that seed of doubt is there, that's it.
0: Another thing just to keep in mind when we're going through those trials is that, you know, Jesus loves us. You know, He's not. Sometimes we just feel like God's so far away, and He doesn't care about us anymore. And you know, all those lies that we can hear in our, in our minds, in our they're from the enemy. The enemy's trying to discourage us, and, and it's times where the Word of God is what we need to cling to. Not our emotions, not how we feel, not the circumstance, you know. The not, not the things you can see, but the things you can't see in your heart. You know, God being there and having that faith. That's what faith is. Faith is believing something with a hope and not, you know, just trusting something blindly. But, you know, I know this is true. And there's a hope attached to that. It's not of despair. Like, I hope this is true. It's, I know this is true. And it is true. God does love you. Thanks for listening to
1: our friends, Brent and Jeff on the Ultralight. They right.
0: And after we've gone through
1: these verses, We've heard this great music. I'm sure we're all like, okay, bring on the trials. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you're going to walk out, or you're going to go to sleep tonight, and you're going to wake up tomorrow, and you're going to hit with a trial, and you're like, what?
0: What is this? I'm surprised. I know. What is this fiery trial? <laughs> I
1: think this is strange. <laughs> I am unprepared. Um, you know, I know that we're talking about this, so there's no doubt we're going to face trials and... You know, there's an old saying that you're either headed into a storm, you're in a storm, or you're just coming out of a storm. That's what it's like being in the Christian walk. And it's not something that we like to think about, but it's the truth. And um, we need to take comfort in the fact that in those storms, God is there. And He wants us to ask for wisdom without doubting at all because He has the answer for us. And if we have faith, have a strong enough faith. To know that he has the answer, then we're not going to get knocked around. We're going to pass the tests that uh, come our way. And uh, that's that's the objective tonight is to just understand that and to apply it when we do face those storms.
0: And We do just want to encourage anyone who might be in a storm tonight and just going through and you're like thinking, yeah, this is me. You know, I'm, I'm in this storm right now and I don't know what the next move is. We just, want, we just pray for you that God just ministers to your heart the truth of his word. You know, that's really, that's Jesus, the word of God. And we hope that Jesus becomes real and alive in your heart. And you can take this and go, you know what? I, I understand. Like God is doing, this is happening. I know God is with me. And I know that he um, loves me and he wants the best for me. And um, I just want to let, in, ver- in this verse, you know, I'm just going to let patience, the patience that I have to have in this situation, I'm going to let it do its work, the perfect work, because then I'm going to have fruit that's going to be able to last, and that's more precious, the Bible says, than gold. Um, so, just want to just want to encourage everyone tonight that may be going through that. And if you're not going through a storm, cool, just wait a couple days, and uh, you'll know what we're talking about. So, I guess that's it for tonight. So until next week, be cool cats, live for Christ.